This episode is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered what it takes to write a book and get published? I'm Helen Lee, the executive producer of the Get in the Word with Truth Table podcast. Keep listening to find out more about the writing journeys of authors of color. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading. Genesis chapter 30, verses 25 through Genesis chapter 31, verse 55. The Flocks of Jacob. After Rachel had given birth to Joseph, Jacob said to Laban, Send me on my way so that I can go home to my own country. Let me take my wives and children whom I have acquired by working for you. Then I'll depart, because you know how hard I've worked for you. But Laban said to him, If I have found favor in your sight, please stay here, for I have learned by divination that the Lord has blessed me on account of you. He added, Just name your wages. I'll pay whatever you want. You know how I have worked for you, Jacob replied, and how well your livestock have fared under my care. Indeed. You had little before I arrived, but now your possessions have increased many times over. The Lord has blessed you wherever I worked. But now, how long must it be before I do something for my own family too? So Laban asked, what should I give you? You don't need to give me a thing, Jacob replied. But if you agree to do this one condition, I will continue to care for your flocks and protect them. Let me walk among all your flocks today and remove from them every speckled or spotted sheep, every dark colored lamb, and the spotted or speckled goats. These animals will be my wages. My integrity will testify for me later on. When you come to verify I've only taken the wages we agreed on, if I have in my possession any goat that is not speckled or spotted, or any sheep that is not dark-colored, it will be considered stolen. Agreed, said Laban. It will be as you say. So that day Laban removed the male goats that were streaked or spotted, all the female goats that were speckled or spotted, all that had any white on them, all the dark-colored lambs, and put them in the care of his sons. Then he separated them from Jacob by a three-day journey, while Jacob was taking care of the rest of Laban's flocks. But Jacob took fresh-cut branches from poplar, almond, and plane trees. He made white streaks by peeling them, making the white inner wood in the branches visible. Then he set up the peeled branches in all the water troughs where the flocks came to drink. He set up the branches in front of the flocks, when they were in heat and came to drink. When the sheep mated in front of the branches, they gave birth to young, 
that were streaked or speckled or spotted. Jacob removed these lambs, but he made the rest of the flock face the streaked and completely dark-colored animals in Laban's flock. So he made separate flocks for himself and did not mix them with Laban's flocks. When the stronger females were in heat, Jacob would set up the branches in the troughs in front of the flock so they would mate near the branches. But if the animals were weaker, he did not set the branches there. So the weaker animals ended up belonging to Laban and the stronger animals to Jacob. In this way, Jacob became extremely prosperous. He owned large flocks, male and female servants, camels and donkeys. Genesis chapter 31. Jacob's flight from Laban. Jacob heard that Laban's sons were complaining. Jacob has taken everything that belonged to our father. He has gotten rich at our father's expense. When Jacob saw the look on Laban's face, he could tell his attitude toward him had changed. The Lord said to Jacob, return to the land of your fathers and to your relatives. I will be with you. So Jacob sent a message for Rachel and Leah to come to the field where his flocks were. There he said to them, I can tell that your father's attitude toward me has changed, but the God of my father has been with me. You know that I've worked for your father as hard as I could, but your father has humiliated me and changed my wages ten times. But God has not permitted him to do me any harm. If he said, the speckled animals will be your wage, then the entire flock gave birth to speckled offspring. But if he said, the streaked animals will be your wage, then the entire flock gave birth to streaked offspring. In this way, God has snatched away your father's livestock and given them to me. Once during breeding season, I saw in a dream that the male goats mating with the flock were streaked, speckled, and spotted. In the dream, the angel of God said to me, Jacob. Here I am, I replied. Then he said, Observe that all the male goats mating with the flock are streaked, speckled, or spotted, for I have observed all that Laban has done to you. I am the God of Bethel, where you anointed the sacred stone and made a vow to me. Now leave this land immediately and return to your native land. Then Rachel and Leah replied to him, Do we still have any portion or inheritance in our father's house? Hasn't he treated us like foreigners? He not only sold us, but completely wasted the money paid for us. Surely all the wealth that God snatched away from our father belongs to us and to our children. So now do everything God has told you. So Jacob immediately put his children and his wives on the camels. He took away all the livestock he had acquired in Padan Aram and all his movable property that he had accumulated. Then he set out toward the land of Canaan to return to his father Isaac. While Laban had gone to shear his sheep, Rachel stole the household idols that belonged to her father. Jacob also deceived Laban, the Aramean, by not telling him that he was leaving. He left with all he owned. He quickly crossed the Euphrates River and headed for the hill country of Gilead. Three days later, Laban discovered Jacob had left. So he took his relatives with him and pursued Jacob for seven days. He caught up with him in the hill country of Gilead. But God came to Laban, the Aramean, in a dream at night and warned him, Be careful that you neither bless nor curse Jacob. Laban overtook Jacob, and when Jacob pitched his tent in the hill country of Gilead, Laban and his relatives set up camp there too. What have you done? Laban demanded of Jacob. You've deceived me and carried away my daughters as if they were captives of war. Why did you run away secretly and deceive me? Why didn't you tell me so I could send you off with a celebration complete with singing tambourines and harps? You didn't even allow me to kiss my daughters and my grandchildren goodbye. You have acted foolishly. I have the power to do you harm, but the God of your father told me last night, be careful that you neither bless nor curse Jacob. 
Now I understand that you have gone away because you longed desperately for your father's house. Yet why did you steal my gods? I left secretly because I was afraid, Jacob replied to Laban. I thought you might take your daughters away from me by force. Whoever has taken your gods will be put to death. In the presence of our relatives, identify whatever is yours and take it. Now Jacob did not know that Rachel had stolen them. Laban entered Jacob's tent and Leah's tent and the tent of the two female servants, but he did not find the idols. Then he left Leah's tent and entered Rachel's. Now Rachel had taken the idols and put them inside her camel's saddle and sat on them. Laban searched the whole tent but did not find them. Rachel said to her father, Don't be angry, my lord. I cannot stand up in your presence because I am having my period. So he searched thoroughly but did not find the idols. Jacob became angry and argued with Laban. What did I do wrong? He demanded of Laban. What sin of mine prompted you to chase after me in hot pursuit? When you searched through all my goods, did you find anything that belonged to you? Set it here before my relatives and yours, and let them settle the dispute between the two of us. I have been with you for the past 20 years. Your ewes and female goats have not miscarried, nor have I eaten rams from your flocks. Animals torn by wild beasts I never brought to you. I always absorbed the loss myself. You always made me pay for every missing animal, whether it was taken by day or at night. I was consumed by scorching heat during the day and by piercing cold at night, and I went without sleep. This was my lot for 20 years in your house. I worked like a slave for you, 14 years for two daughters and six years for your flocks. But you changed my wages 10 times. If the God of my father, the God of Abraham, the one whom Isaac fears had not been with me, you would certainly have sent me away empty-handed. But God saw how I was oppressed and how hard I worked, and he rebuked you last night. Laban replied to Jacob, These women are my daughters, these children are my grandchildren, and these flocks are my flocks. All that you see belongs to me. But how can I harm these daughters of mine today or the children to whom they have given birth? So now come, let's make a formal agreement, you and I, and it will be proof that we have made peace. So Jacob took a stone and set it up as a memorial pillar. Then he said to his relatives, gather stones. So they brought stones and put them in a pile. They ate there by the pile of stones. Laban called it Jagar Sahadutha, but Jacob called it Galid. Laban said, the pile of stones is a witness of our agreement today. That is why it is called Galid. It was also called Mizpah because he said, may the Lord watch between us when we are out of sight of one another. If you mistreat my daughters or if you take wives beside my daughters, although no one else is with us, realize that God is witness to your actions. Here's the pile of stones and this pillar I have set up between me and you, Laban said to Jacob. This pile of stones and the pillar are reminders that I will not pass beyond this pile to come to harm you and that you will not pass beyond this pile and this pillar to come to harm me. May the God of Abraham and the God of Nahor, the gods of their father, Judge between us. Jacob took an oath by the God whom his father Isaac feared. Then Jacob offered a sacrifice on the mountain and invited his relatives to eat the meal. They ate the meal and spent the night on the mountain. Early in the morning, Laban kissed his grandchildren, his daughters, goodbye, and blessed them. Then Laban left and returned home. New Testament reading. Luke chapter 2, verses 21 through 40. At the end of eight days when he was circumcised, he was named Jesus, the name given by the angel before he was conceived in the womb. 
Jesus' presentation at the temple. Now when the time came for their purification according to the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary brought Jesus up to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord, just as it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male will be set apart to the Lord, and to offer a sacrifice according to what is specified in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. The Prophecy of Simeon Now there was a man in Jerusalem named Simeon who was righteous and devout, looking for the restoration of Israel and the Holy Spirit was upon him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Christ. So Simeon, directed by the Spirit, came into the temple courts, and when the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what was customary according to the law, Simeon took him in his arms and blessed God, saying, Now, according to your words, sovereign Lord, permit your servant to depart in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation, that you are prepared in the presence of all peoples, a light for revelation to the Gentiles, and for glory to your people Israel. So the child's father and mother were amazed at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to his mother Mary, Listen carefully. This child is destined to be the cause of the falling and rising of many in Israel, and to be a sign that will be rejected. Indeed, as a result of him, the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul as well. The Testimony of Anna There was also a prophetess, Anna, the daughter of Phanuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old, having been married to her husband for seven years until his death. She had lived as a widow since then for 84 years. She never left the temple, worshiping with fasting and prayer night and day. At that moment, she came up to them and began to give thanks to God and to speak about the child to all who are waiting for the redemption of Jerusalem. So when Joseph and Mary had performed everything according to the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee, to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong, filled with wisdom, and the favor of God was upon him. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God who sees. God, I just thank you so much for the ways that you keep promises, oh God. As we wait and and trust you to fulfill promises that have been made in our lives, oh God, personally and covenantally, Lord God, it can be easy to to believe, oh God, that you've forgotten or or that these things will not come to pass, oh God. But I thank you so much for the testimony of Simeon and Anna, oh God, who are prophetesses who who waited and who who trusted the promise that you had given them that they would, with their own eyes, see the manifestation of the promise of the Messiah and see Jesus face to face so before, before you called them home. So I just thank you so much for that testimony, O oh God, that a delay is truly not a denial, O oh God. And I thank you, O oh Lord God, for just a, the testimony of just reconciliation, O oh Lord God, even in the midst, O oh God, of the ways that we sin against others and the ways others sin against us, O oh God, as we see in the story of Jacob and Laban, Lord, I just thank you that reconciliation is available to us, O oh God. And I just pray um, for those who are having difficulties in their relationships and in their connections with people, God, I pray that you uh, would pour forth the ministry of reconciliation 
which was purchased for us on the cross when Jesus died for our sins. Oh God, I just pray that reconciliation would come forth, oh God, for those, oh God, who are experiencing fissures and and fractures and chasms in their relationships. Oh God, would you bring forth true reconciliation, true repentance, oh God, and true forgiveness from the heart, oh God. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. In the Every Voice Now podcast, you'll hear about the challenges and the triumphs of IVP authors of color who make it through the gauntlet of getting published. Season three features authors such as Bishop Claude Alexander, Sheila Wise Rowe, Jay Kim, Glenn Packiam, and many more. Visit everyvoicenow.com or listen wherever you get your podcasts. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.